Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the world I'm coming home. Let the rain wash away. Yes, it feels a little bit like home. Brendan Ulrich here with you on Oilers. Now, and this could get a little bit confusing today because Brendan Scott is here as well. The new and improved uh, Brendan on Oilers now. But uh, Bob is off today, and I believe Reed Wilkins is hosting all of next week. Is that correct, uh, Brendan? Absolutely, that's correct. I feel so weird calling someone Brendan. Like, I know. I was writing out my uh, my NHL Today script. I had that at the end, and I'm like, this is really confusing. <laughs> good luck, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, well, well, our voices are a little bit different, so that's good. But, we, but the Brendan stuff is going to get confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it already has for some of the listeners. But uh, more on that in a second. Of course, Oilers Now, as always, is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630Ched. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more, digitex.ca. Now, get this. Hugh Porter was uh, apparently at Chorus this week. I didn't see him. He's dodging me because he owes Bob and I a night on the town. Going back to the Washington Capitals winning the Stanley Cup, I had a bet with uh, Hugh. Bob just jumped in and was like, you know what? If Hugh's offering, I'm going to join him on the bet. The Caps won, and now Hugh owes us a night on the town. And he was in town yesterday, and he Decided not to give us a call, so that's very interesting. Just bugging you, Hugh. Hugh over at uh, Digitex will uh, take care of you. On the show today, Reed Wilkins is going to join us here very shortly from Oilers practice. Uh, a few developments that we'll get to in a second. Uh, one being that the Oilers have placed Al Montoya on waivers, so he'll be going down to the minors if he clears, and that means Koskinen has won the backup job for the Oilers, which was expected, and uh, we'll hit on that in a second. Also today, every Friday, of course, it's Elliot Friedman for our friends over at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Uh, at 1.15, Morley Scott will join us. We'll get interactive at 1.05 for a few minutes, but 1.15, Morley will join us to set up the Eskimos game tomorrow as they host Winnipeg. Uh, the Oil Kings off to a great start this season. They are in action tonight, and their young GM, Kirk 
or Kurt Hill, rather, will join us at 135. At 145, Ian Herbers will join us, the head coach of the U of A Golden Bears, former Oilers assistant coach. You can call on our Oilers Now hotline, 780-496-0063, brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino. Canadian rock icon Burton Cummings takes the stage on October 13th. Get your tickets at rivercreeresort.com. You can text us at 630-630 on our Westlock Ford text line, and we're on Twitter at Oilers Now at Bob underscore Stoffer and at Brendan Escott. That is B-R-E-N-D-E-N-E-S-C-O-T-T. There you go. There you have it. Not to be confused with B-U. We want to get that clear. So how are things going, by the way? Before we get into all the audio that you put together, how are things going on the show? It's, it's, it's fun to have the chance to talk to you. Um, usually when I would host, it would be me producing, me hosting, because... Bob didn't have you here yet, so now here you are, and uh, you're in charge. So how are things going? Yeah, it's good. I mean, every day I kind of feel like I'm learning something new. Uh, everyone's been really welcoming and forgiving of my mistakes, and I'm finally getting a chance to actually jump on the microphone this week. So it's uh, it's been everything I expected and more. If you make a mistake, don't worry. The only thing I would uh, worry about is putting Bob on the air when uh, he believes his mic is turned off. That's the one thing you don't want to do. But other than that, everything's uh, all good. Bob's usually pretty easy going for the most part. He's happy when he's hosting his show. Like, there's yeah. nothing that can bug him because he's in his element. That's, that's his wheelhouse, exactly. Yes, that's where he wants to be talking hockey to Oiler fans. Like, that makes him happy. So you can't really steer him away from that unless you really mess something up, which can't really happen on radio for the most part. I mean, it can. It can. Again, but leaving a mic hot, that's bad That's really the only thing that can, <laughs> can uh, you know, go wrong. So there you have it. By the way, we'll get to uh, the Oilers audio pack here in a second. The Oilers, of course, beating Arizona last night. I noticed this section is called Clips still, and uh, that's what we've had it labeled as for the last few years on the show. This could be changing. I have my sales uh, cap on right now. This is going to be called the Oilers Audio Vault, or the Oilers Now Audio Vault, likely moving forward. Just a little uh, teaser there. If anyone wants to jump in and uh, get their name out here on uh, Oilers Now, wants to sponsor a segment like uh, the Oilers Audio Vault, just give me a call. You know where I am. <laughs> so, yeah, why not do some sales on Oilers? Time and a place, man. Time and a place. <laughs> Bob's not going to be happy, but uh, anyways, if you want to jump aboard, there may be an opportunity to sponsor something called the Oilers Now Audio Vault. For now, we'll call it Clips. But the Oilers, last night, knocking off the Arizona Coyotes in overtime. Connor McDavid with the uh, overtime winner. In over the lawn, dished back to Keller, fires, scores. Right through the wickets of Miko Koskinen. Mario Kempe centers deflected, and what a save made by Koskinen on Lawson Kraus point blank. Uh, that was uh, definitely my best best game so far, but still not like close what I can what, what I can do. But left wing for Strom gathers himself, dishes one timer, readers. play at 40 seconds. Game tied at one. Reaching cleft on one-timer score. Christian Fisher off a setup from Keller. Well done. Then he took it away from Osterley. Two on one. McDavid in over the line with Ratty. He'll shoot and score. Poked away. It's going to be a breakaway to win it in overtime. Connor McDavid. Wrist shot. Score. Had a lot of time. Um, checked to see if maybe Rats was coming and how hard the D was coming, and tried to make a move. Wasn't uh, my best move, but found a way to, to get it. 
Connor McDavid scoring the winner there last night. Uh, Koskinen lets in uh, a bit of a squeaky one early in that game, and that can't happen, I guess, if he is going to be the backup all season. But after that, he rebounded and, uh, you know, looked okay. So I'm still a little bit concerned about uh, where he's at. But it is still early, and today the Oilers, of course, showing some faith in him by sending down Montoya to the minors, placing him on waivers. So Koskinen will be the backup moving forward, but he simply can't let goals like that in if uh, he wants to be the backup all season. But Todd McClellan liked his game last night. I thought Miko, that was his best game. Um, you know, he started off very shaky in Calgary, got better uh, in Winnipeg. His first home game here, he was was very good. Even the first goal, you know, you'd say, geez, it'd be nice if he could have had that one. His, there was a skate that came up and made contact with his pad. He couldn't get it down on the ice. That's why it goes through. Uh, but he made some big saves. Uh, when we made some errors, he was there and uh, used his size and his strength to, to his advantage on a couple of the jam plays. So... Uh, uh, he looked good. So we'll leave uh, the Koskinen chatter at that for now. You can text us, though, at 630-630. Are you confident in Koskinen starting the season as the Oilers' backup? Uh, still uh, some, you know, improvements needed, but uh, he's getting better, I guess, uh, as you move forward. So that's a good sign as uh, the Oilers showing some faith in him today that he'll start the season as the backup. Last night as well, of course, uh, Connor McDavid looked great. Uh, nothing else to say there. As uh, usual, Ty Ratty continues to look good. Uh, I love the play he made in overtime uh, with McDavid. The only problem is he's a little bit banged up now, and uh, we're going to chat with Reed Wilkins about uh, what's up with uh, Ty Ratty because he was not on the ice today, and he will travel to uh, Europe with the Oilers and Tom McClellan said today, hopefully he'll be ready for the start of the regular season. So hopefully is where we're at with Roddy. That's a little bit concerning to me because Roddy looked great on that top line and you feel for a guy like that. He All offseason he's probably thinking, oh man, like he's obviously excited about the opportunity. At the same time, he's probably a little bit worried saying, if I, what, if I don't have a strong game or if I do something wrong, how big is my leash? And then all of a sudden he starts to just roll with it Look great all preseason, feeling confident about his game, saying, I can play with McDavid, I can do this, and then all of a sudden he gets banged up and now he's out. So you feel for a guy like that that's worked so hard and uh, has made the most of his uh, opportunity here so far in training camps. So we hope he's okay. The question now is, though, if Raddy can't go for the rest of the preseason or if he can't go to start the season, who would you play on that top line? You can text us at 630-630 as well. All right, it's 12-16 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, Ree Wilkins will update us on Oilers practice today. 12-19 in Edmonton, back here on Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich and Brendan Escott with you, if that's not confusing enough. We're going to be joined very shortly here by the former, former producer of Oilers Now. This is like the first producer of Oilers Now, Reed Wilkins, the second, Brendan Ulrich, and now the new and improved producer, Brendan Escott. This is funny. This will be fun. We're going to bring aboard Reed here in a second. Um... It is funny listening to the ads now on Oilers now. I'm like listening very attentively, uh, trying to find out when uh, all my clients are starting to air. And I have some new buddies that have recently purchased uh, some ad time on Oilers now. So, you know what? I'm going to give them a shout out because they did purchase their sponsoring Oilers now. So big shout out to Westmat Supplies, John Kleinstra and uh, Billy Fesselek over there. We'll hook you up with all your sandblasting needs. 
So give them a call. I know those spots have been airing uh, throughout Oilers now recently. And also Wayward Steel, big shout out to them. If uh, you're looking for a job, they are hiring right now over at Wayward Steel. I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, but the good news is I'm not hosting next week. Reed Wilkins is, so it doesn't really matter. All right, Reed Wilkins, let's go to uh, Roger's place, or if Reed is uh, not a Roger's place anymore, he'll correct us. But Reed, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Brendan. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, the practice was early again today. They practiced at 9.30, so uh, they practiced for about uh, an hour. And, yeah, the story today... No Ty Ratty on the ice, no Chris Russell. And Todd McClellan said they're both banged up. Those are the only details he gave. And uh, they will go to Europe and hopefully play next Saturday in the season opener against the New Jersey Devils. So uh, they won't play tomorrow. I guess you'd probably say they're they're questionable for um, Wednesday against uh, Cologne in Germany. Uh, Russell got a, a, a bit of a knock in practice uh, a couple of days ago, so I would think that's still the fallout from that. And Braddy, uh, you know, smashed into the boards a couple times last night. Uh, you know, he looked a little uncomfortable at times after those. Uh, obviously, the one was in overtime shortly before he got the assist on the McDavid game winner. So that creates a few more questions here for the roster moving along. Um, it sounds like McClellan didn't totally commit to it, but it sounds like Toby Reeder will play right wing with McDavid and Nugent Hopkins tomorrow. I asked specifically if McDavid would play or if he'd get the game off. He said, and he said McDavid will play tomorrow. So Reeder will go up to the top line. Uh, you could have Dreisaitl, Lucic, and Yamamoto together, uh, and then you could have Strom, Karen, and Pugliarvi together, and then I wonder if Alex Chason gets, uh, gets back in uh, as he's on a PTO. And Jason Garrison on defense is in on a PTO, and he's been okay. I mean, he's been he's been solid. McClellan has said he's not involved in a lot of chances against when he's out there. So if you know maybe, and they they can take more guys to Europe. I mean, they can take the twenty three plus the emergency goaltender. That's what they have to declare for their roster. But they can take more guys. It, it's still it's still an exhibition game. Uh, on Wednesday. So now these injuries, uh, you know, throw things into question a little bit and maybe open up a spot for someone like, say, Ethan Bear to be around at the start of the year. Yeah, and Ethan Bear looked good last night, Reed. Just want to go back to uh, Ratty here quickly because you, you feel for a guy like that, the way he, uh, you know, was taking the preseason by storm. And I was saying all offseason, he's probably thinking, okay, how long's my leash? And then he comes in here and he just starts to separate himself a little bit and uh, find that chemistry. And all of a sudden he gets banged up. So we hope he's okay. But what happens now with that top line? I know Reader gets the first look, but all of a sudden you're, you're trying to develop chemistry again on that top line. When you had finally found it, it seems like with Rowdy and Nugent Hopkins. Well, you made, you made an interesting point about how much leash Raddy would have. And, and what we saw happen last year was that the lines changed a lot because the team wasn't having a good season. They were, they were losing a lot. And, they, you know, they were having struggles finding goals from, from people not named McDavid. So there was, a, there was a lot of shuffling going on. Obviously, Nugent Hopkins missed a stretch of games with the injury. I think what Raddy has done, and let's hope this isn't an injury that keeps him out for very long, I think what he's done is earned some leash where if he maybe has a stretch of games where he doesn't score, doesn't get a ton of points, that he is able to stay on that line if he keeps uh, you know, playing well in terms of other areas, good board work, good checking, and all those things he wanted to bring, bring to the game. 
if he's going to miss a few games, and, and again, we don't know that. I mean, Todd said he's hopeful to, that he's going to start the season. But if he misses a few games, I guess we see how a reader potentially does tomorrow. And is this the bump for Jesse Puglia-Arvey? I mean, is this the time to put him up there on that line, given what he's shown in the preseason? I know that's what a lot of people have, have wanted for a long time. I, I've been fine with how Puglia-Arvey has been used because, quite frankly, he didn't look that great for most of last season. Uh, but he appears quite transformed so far this year in terms of his confidence, his his vision on the ice, making the right play at the right time, being more assertive. Um, so, I, you know, it sounds like Reader gets to go there tomorrow, but I, I wonder if, 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 and this is still a big if, but if Raddy had to miss maybe a handful of regular season games, if Pooley-Yarvey might actually get that shot up there. We'll have to wait and see. Just quickly on the goaltending, Reed, of course, Montoya goes down. I think we expected this all offseason. We were sort of wondering what Koskinen was going to be like and if he was going to push Cam Talbot for the starting job. But we all did expect him to be the backup when the season starts. So not really a surprise here. But uh, give me your take on his play so far through training camp and if uh, he did enough, I guess, last night in your mind to officially earn the job. Well, first of all, part part of the issue with Montoya is uh, he's his wife is expecting, so there was some family stuff he had to do as well. Um, I, I'm not surprised that, and quite frankly, I don't know if Koskinen's performance last night would have mattered in terms of him being the backup. There was never a competition for the backup spot. There was uneasiness because of how Koskinen started, certainly with the the fan base and probably with the coaches and the players and the managers too, there was uneasiness, but there's ne- there was never a competition. Miko Koskinen is getting to be the backup for utterly as long as possible until he proves that he can't do it. So, but he did do better last night. You're absolutely right. Uh, obviously, the first appearance in Calgary was not good. The Winnipeg game, okay, you know they were good shots, but the save percentage wasn't there. Last night was pretty good. Uh, the first goal wasn't great, but I know McClellan referenced after the game. You know he thought there was uh, maybe a skate in the way that kind of inhibited his movement. Uh, the second goal was a great shot by Fisher, and other than that, he made the saves. He looked better, corralling pucks, uh, controlling rebounds. Uh, and and doing all the things like that that he wasn't able to do in the first two games. So Koskinen uh, absolutely was going to get to be the backup. I, I think even if Koskinen would have played terribly last night, the same thing would have happened today with Montoya and Starrett, uh and Starrett coming up to be the emergency goalie in Europe. Just quickly before I let you go, Reid, we need to get to the news here, but uh, you did tweet out that uh, tomorrow's game will be used sort of to make some final roster decisions before they head over to Europe. So what are you watching for tomorrow? What do you expect from some of the guys here on the bubble? Well, I think in terms of the roster decisions, I, I wonder if, if maybe one or both of the PTO guys might be committed to after the game or or somebody like Aberd could be uh, placed on waivers for the purpose of assignment to Bakersfield. Maybe that could happen shortly after the game tomorrow. Uh, and Todd did say, you know, at first he said, well, you know, we're allowed to, we can take more guys to Europe. It's still an exhibition game and they might have to, if there are injuries, but he also said things could happen fast tomorrow, which indicates right after the game, there'll be some kind of an, an announcement or, or he'll announce something in his post game news conference. 
All right, Reed, we'll leave it at that. Uh, Jesse Bruce has brought me a fantastic uh, looking stir fry here that I need to eat. So uh, I'm going to do that during the 1230 news, but I need to let you go so I can enjoy that. Well, you're very popular with your coworkers. Thanks, Brendan. <laughs> Take it easy, Reed. That's Reed Wilkins. You can hear him tomorrow, or actually tonight, uh, inside sports, and also tomorrow uh, when the Oilers take on the Calgary Flames at the pre and a post game show. It's twelve twenty nine. We'll take a time out for the twelve thirty news. When we come back, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.